welcome back to Don't Look Under the Bed. And for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome in. We hope that you will subscribe, share, and review the show. This week, our guest is Adele Gutman, designated as a top extraordinary mind by HSMAI. Also listed as USA Top 50 Influential Leader in Hospitality. She is also the host of Get Great Guest Reviews, Hospitality Podcast. Adele is on a mission to help as many business leaders as possible realize there is a clear and practical methodology to getting great reviews. We discuss how online reviews have changed the way people make buying decisions. You don't need to be the newest or shiniest hotel on the block to get great reviews, but you do need a team working with a shared vision to treat every guest with kindness, compassion, and deliver a great experience. We hope you enjoy the show. Adele, welcome to Don't Look Under the Bed. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Robin, Nikki, it is such a great pleasure to be with you today. Have a, uh, I, I'm, I'm so excited to be with you. We're and excited to have you. And congratulations on your award. And congratulations you. on yours too. <laughs> We're in the same club and it's exciting. Um, top 30 podcast, hospitality podcast and top 25 social media, social media influencers. Influencer. Who knew? Who knew? That's cool. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, you know, I I started out uh, believing that I was going to be a dance teacher because I loved to dance. uh, And I and I feel it's always important for me to to start with that part because it's a bit of my nature. I actually was pretty much very much. you know, internal, not necessarily an extrovert, but more, more shy. I was terribly shy. As a matter of fact, Robin, I know sounds amazing to me right now too, but I really truly was. And, but somehow because of the dancing, um, it puts you, it it teaches you how to perform. It makes you understand what a stage the world is. It helps you put on a show that lifts other people's spirits, that hits them emotionally. And I have found that for me, hospitality is such a natural fit for anybody who has a performing arts background, because no matter how you feel, Mm -hmm. sometimes whatever happened in your life, you know, you walk into that hotel and it is your stage and you're here to perform and light people up and entertain them and make them feel great and uh, make their dreams come true in a way. So yeah. I, I, I really want to encourage anybody who, who loves uh, that kind of background, but wants a business side um, way of expressing it. Hospitality is, is a great way to go. If you walk into the hotel, even on your first day thinking, one day I'm going to be the general manager of this hotel or better yet. Why not? We think one day I'm going to own a hotel just like this one. And what do I see that we could do better? Where, what do I see that people really like? What do I see that 
kind of uh, adds a bit of friction to the experience that maybe we can change something. Or, you know, what, do I, what would I do differently in, uh, is, it, is it perfectly maintained? Is, you know, is everything clean and fresh and smelling beautiful? I never forget one time I, I, I started working in a hotel. I, I was having more than one hotel. And I went to one of the hotels and there was this smell like you had just, it, like a hospital, like mm -hmm. it was just cleaned with something so clinical and I couldn't stand it. Yeah. I just couldn't take it. And I can't tell you how many hotels that I have stayed in that I felt that the smell was terrible, either smoke or, or something just uh, one it just wasn't I, good. Yeah. One hotel I stayed in, I, I swear, it smelled like they didn't open a window in 30 years. Oh, and cool. I had to, I was at stair, there for a four night stay, but I checked out in the morning. I just couldn't leave that yeah. night or I would have. Uh, but there was, everything was sold out. So, I mean, I'm just giving you that as an example. Mm -hmm. You know, that has nothing to do with my sales, but doesn't it? Because if I make a sales call, and I, this really happened to me, I was pursuing this one account, and I finally got them to agree to move their business from another hotel to ours. And then the first person came in, and they got a very standard greeting, very, mm -hmm. um, we would call it uh, transactional greeting you know, che just checking in and, and they have a nice day, you know, it was, it, it just was mediocre, nothing, nothing, not, nothing just, spectacular about it. Just nothing. Here you go. Just You're blah, here. come You're in here. I'm here. Here's your, your keys. keys. Bye. <laughs> did the person do anything wrong? Yeah. No. Like you couldn't say that they did something wrong, but they didn't do something wonderful either. Yeah. And, and that, that account we lost because that, oh. that person was a high level person and said, I'm treated like a king when I go stay at the other hotel. Yeah. So it's a very expensive mistake to overlook the opportunity to sparkle a little sunshine sure, in everybody's sure. life all along the way in the experience. And when someone has a problem to take it to, to really don't just gloss over the problem to make that person feel okay at the moment, but actually see how can you remove that problem so that tomorrow isn't the same problem. Right. Yeah. So where's I, the opportunity there? There was a point when I stopped needing to be making sales calls for the hotels. I mean, we always made like presentations to travel agents, but actually knocking on a door of a company to set up a corporate rate for them became unnecessary because we started focusing on making sure that the guest experience was so great that every single person who left that hotel, or actually there were four hotels that left the hotels uh, would feel that they couldn't help themselves, but to share it with their friends and their family and their business associates and go online on TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor was initiated in 2000, the same year that I started at the hotels. So it just happened to be that 
uh, I feel like I grew up together with TripAdvisor. And I started to notice because I, I, I wanted to make sure that our, whatever was online about the hotel was correct and had all the up-to-date photos and the up-to-date information because we were always changing things to be a little bit better. And, and they had old information because the way the distribution channels worked back then, it wasn't just all syncing up, per, you know, all together at the mm-hmm. same time. So uh, it's much, much easier now. But so I was looking for anybody that mentioned the Casablanca Hotel or the Library Hotel or whatever. And, and then I would see these reviews. So I was fascinated by it. What are what is the Sophie Tell doing to be on top of the list all the time like that? How do I get on top of the list? And we would talk about it. How do we get on top of the list? And then one of suddenly one of our hotels did make it to the top of the list. And the general manager at the hotel, I, I went over there to congratulate her. And she said, It's amazing. The phones ring off the hook. That's an old-fashioned term. The phones <laughs> ring off the hook. <laughs> when we're on the front page of TripAdvisor. And I said, that's it. We're gonna gather up the troops, have a meeting, and let's talk about how we can get great reviews every day. And so strictly from a sales, marketing, and revenue um, responsibility, I, I suddenly took on the guest experience. And now I'm telling everybody, if you're a commercial director or you know the chief, uh, chief commercial officer for your hotel company and you have sales, marketing and revenue, think about owning that guest experience too because if you are making, selling an ad, if, you're, if you have an ad out that you've paid good money for, that, those people are gonna see that ad, think mm-hmm. that sounds nice, Go check the reviews. And if the reviews are mixed, your success rate will be mixed. But if you have solid five-star reviews, one after the other, that, that, that ROI is going to fly on that marketing. If you make a sales call and say, please give me your business, your guests will be so happy with us. We have the best this and that and the other thing. And then they go, oh, that is, sounds wonderful, Adele, really? And then they go online and they see that some people think it's the best and some people not so much. Having those mixed reviews is, is detrimental to your financial success. So if you want to have excellent ROI, if you want to be recognized as a place that is worth spending extra money for, because it delivers a solid, excellent guest experience that people love, it's gonna be so much easier for you. You will save so much money on marketing and, uh, and you'll be able to get a higher rate and, and more demand. Wow. You know, it doesn't- yeah. Save money on marketing. That's, that's <laughs> the key. So there's so much to unpack there <laughs> and- so you're basically like the director of guest experience and, and making sure that everybody in the building is aligned with that mission. So where are you starting? Are you starting 
with operations, you know, the front desk, um, the front desk manager, are you working directly with the front desk? Is it the, you know, with the team itself? What's, what's kind of like, without giving too much away, because I want people to, to go to your site <laughs> and, and hire you and, and, and get all the nuggets, but just on a surface, you know, uh, you know, what can you um, give us? You know what, I'm ha happy to share the outline for free, but the real, the real work is the actual implementation of it. Yeah. So ah. if it was easy to do just from knowing what it is, um, a lot of people <laughs> would be, no, I mean, everybody would be number one, right? We managed to have the number one highest guest satisfaction in the world, according to ReviewPro, of all millions of online reviews that they read. It's amazing. Above, above the most fancy brands with the most opulent rooms and our simple, sweet, uh, lovely uh, boutique hotels were on top of that. In not just the New York hotels, but also also in Europe, and uh, and then we added a, a hotel in Canada, which was a large hotel, but still a lifestyle hotel, and uh, we had the number one in the hotel in the world on TripAdvisor, which was that is hotel. that is a huge accomplishment, especially for right. an independent property mm -hmm. without the big you know the machine behind it, you know that corporate machine behind it and everything. So kudos to you. That's awesome. Congratulations. Talk a, I mean, talk about getting it right. Who, nobody yeah. else, nobody else can say that. <laughs> the, Aria Hotel in Budapest, the Aria Hotel in Prague also became the number one hotel in Prague and the number one hotel in the Czech Republic and the number one luxury hotel in the world. They had a, a qualifier, number one luxury hotel in the world, while the other one was a full stop number one hotel in the world. And, and then our wow. four New York hotels were number one, number two, number three, number four in a row on TripAdvisor. Now you're just showing off, Adele. I am. I am. <laughs> and, and you know what? 10 years later, they were number one, number two, and number three, and number 18 or 17. I don't remember. But we, we it was consistent. It yeah. wasn't yeah. just a flash in the pan. That's right. the way we were every day. Yeah. But yeah. it was because there was constant, constant gentle pressure in that direction. So you ask me where to begin. And I'll tell you where I began. As I said, I said, Nalini, let's call in the troops. We got all the GMs together in the New York hotels and all the, uh, all the directors of sales and marketing, all of the um, front office managers and reservation managers, put them all together. And we said, you know, I said, look, this works really well and it's free. And I know all of you are awesome. And all of our teams are such nice, lovely people who can outshine our hospitality? No one. They may be able to put the most fancy, the most fancy granite and marble and all the all the luxuries in, but nobody can treat every guest with the kindness and compassion of our team. We will beat everyone on kindness and compassion, and we're going to sparkle sunshine on every step in the way. So the first thing we're gonna do is everybody is going to think about what is 
what is the um, dream review you want to have? And so that you have that in your mind. And then we'll compile that and we'll kind of make from that a, a mission statement, a shared vision statement of where we want to be. We want to be number one on TripAdvisor. We want to be number one on any review site. And we want everybody leaving the hotel saying, I love this hotel. I'm going to come back. I'm going to bring my friends. I'm going to stay more often. I'm going to stay longer. And, and, and we're going to have business that way so that we don't have to pay for. And then they're going to share it with the world. And people will come to our doors who woke up in the morning who never heard of the Casablanca Hotel because we never advertise, but they will find us because of that. And they'll pay extra, extra because we're going to deliver them a great experience. Um, so we will be able to afford to make more changes to, to make it even nicer as we go. Always, always, always making it a little bit nicer mm -hmm. as we're, we're able to upgrade our experience. So that's one way we started. And the other is we went through all the reviews, looked at the things that were getting the most complaints and started with that. How do we get less complaints in those areas? And we will really drill down to the to the root cause of the problem and, and, and worked on that. And then we said, what are people loving the most? And how can we triple up on that? So that's that's where we began. But from then on, you have this wonderful gift. It's like uh I, the reputation cultivation train. And that is you have always, always new arrivals of guests with new feedback that they're either telling you at the front desk or they're telling your housekeeper or your hostesses and you're getting all the online reviews. So you have this constant flow of information coming in and every bit, every time somebody makes a critical comment, you're processing that taking it all in, talking to your team, what can we do better that would avoid having that problem? And it could be a process problem. Mm -hmm. It could be a mindset problem. Like we have to shift our attitude about something a little yeah. bit. Could be a policy that doesn't need to be there anymore. It doesn't really fit. We made that policy back in those days, but it doesn't it's not really pertinent to it, pertinent to us anymore, or it's not pertinent to all situations, just to some situations. And it could be, um, it could be, it could be a product problem. But a lot of the time, most of the time, I'd say it's a communication problem mm. because the marketing is saying one thing about how the experience is. And it's not saying anything about what they don't want to, what they don't want you to think about. And, and then the guest comes in and is surprised. Well, it's better to be really authentic over here about exactly what you offer and what's great about your hotel. And if, you know, we actually put on one room description, the smallest room description, petite room, no <laughs> No view, room, no view, no view. <clears throat> Cause in New York, yeah. you could get that room, that small room in the corner and you open up like the shade and there's a brick wall right there. <laughs> so we put that picture of that brick yeah. wall. Okay. Transparency. You know, 
We yeah. had we had seven pictures for that room, mm-hmm. showing it from every direction, not just one, not just a brand made, you know, made picture that was taken 15 years ago, but the actual room, the way it looks now, we took it in different directions. So you have all the features, including here's the window with an air conditioning unit. And you can see the, the courtyard with the brick wall, but there is a little courtyard. It's not like the brick wall, it's right there. Mm -hmm. And, and, and there's, um, the fire escape. So yeah. if you don't like that picture in your, if you don't like that on the picture in the room, there are other rooms you can choose. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. why, uh, why, why not be honest and let them pick the room that they want? The one that's the right size for them, that has the bed that works for them. Why make your full size bed sound like it's a queen or sound like it's a king be honest about what it is so people pick what they want and they're much more likely to have a, a happy experience if they know going in hey you know we're just a young couple we're used to living in the dormitory so we're just gonna be so happy uh, that we're having a, a room a, you know a, a nice double bed and you know we're, we sleep like this anyways so, so, so we we're we're okay in that little room because we're just going to be out and about the whole time if right. there's I think- anything that the pandemic has uncovered is exactly that. People have, all the hotels have had to adjust and be transparent and upfront. There is no room service. You know, the pool is closed or the whatever. So I don't know what people are doing now. And what you're talking about is, is fantastic. You've got a beautiful boutique hotel, but say for instance, there is a uh, the quality in, you know, on 59 and are they able to implement these same things in order to get these, uh, trip advisor reviews? If you have a holiday in on 59th or anywhere else, uh, you, you can execute these principles because after all, I mean, I wasn't talking about a, a, an opulent hotel. It, yeah. it was a cozy home away from home. Sure, Quite sure. quirky, a little bit quirky. It's not for everybody. But if you're very authentic about who you are and what, what the experience is like, you'll attract your tribe and you won't come attract the kind of people that are going to say, this isn't what it showed in the pictures. This isn't right, right. And those people are going to actually do you damage because one person, I just interviewed uh, somebody on my podcast, Josh Liebman. Yes, I listened to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, he said, he said to me, uh, one negative review can uh, turn away 30 prospective customers, one complaint on, on, on a review site. So that is a big story. And especially since somebody could be making plans for their whole family, you know, sometimes like once I made a reservation for like 12, 12 people to stay in a hotel and, and for, for three nights and it, I could, it could really keep me from making that decision. Sure. For the whole thing, not just for one person. If, if that's not, if that doesn't seem like a good decision. So uh, you're not just offending that person, but you might be turning away 
a lifetime of business from that person yeah, and yeah. their friends and their families and all of that. So the think about the lifetime value. When you see somebody that's unhappy with something, don't dismiss it. Oh, you know, what do they know? Try to make them happy because you never know what that lifetime value of that customer could have been sure, with sure. all the ripples that um, great reviews can make. Um, we don't so, do okay, anything anymore without checking reviews. You know, we don't, we don't give our money to resorts without checking reviews. We go to, you know, we look up restaurants to make reservations. We check the reviews first. I was buying a juicer and I checked out reviews for like 10 different products just to see, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which one I was going to buy. So yeah, uh, so it's important. So hotel owners and general managers, you have a responsibility to the sales and marketing efforts of your hotel. They are not solely in the hands of your marketing people or your salespeople or your revenue people. Your, you, your responsibility to the revenue of that hotel is to be sure that every single person leaves happy so that, so that their efforts actually um, come, come to fruition. Yeah. I, I, I remember reading, uh, one sales manager saying, I'm really working so hard to get these new accounts. And then they come in and I have, I have, and, and, and they're disappointed. Yeah. How am I going to get them back? How yeah. am I going to get the reviews I need to get the next customer? You have a responsibility. I have one yeah. more question and then Nikki, hold on. Okay. I, yeah. I yeah. Wanna, I didn't want to miss this thought. So it drives me nuts and it's kind of a pet peeve of mine. They, people will come in and they'll go to um, whatever the software is, guestware or whatever it is. And somebody will leave a review. And then um, there's this canned response that's just sent via email and it frosts the cherries on my hat. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you send the same? Why would you send the same canned letter to everybody every day? It's in there. It's a form. And it's like, I'm sorry that we did not meet your expectations. Thank you for your feedback. Oh, yes. Or, or, um, Thank you so much for your feedback. It helps us, you know, make things better for the next guest. I assure you, this is not the norm. And, uh, and you know, and then, I, I mean, I remember I, I, I've said this many times to many people because that, it was just so exemplary of so many things. Or they'll say, crazy. And, and, and then you, when you see this is not the norm 30 times, yeah. Then, <laughs> well, yeah. what is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people will say, you know, from the general manager, this is from the, uh, and by the way, just don't say that it's from the general manager if it isn't. <gasps> oh, if, you know what? It's okay. I'll tell you what is okay. It's okay to compose a response for the general manager that the, that the general manager has actually read and agreed to because they don't have to do the administrative stuff or the composing stuff that that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but, but to, when, when to do it 
instead of the general manager without because the general manager doesn't want to see the reviews and doesn't want to know about the reviews and doesn't want to change anything, it doesn't make any sense because nothing's actually going to change. And you need to read it and feel like your name is on it in order to have mm -hmm. skin in the game to want everything to change. So the best thing to do is work on a, a collaborative effort you have one champion of the of the of the responding to guest reviews that right. says this person had this this and this complaint in the restaurant and this complaint with the checkout and another with housekeeping and looking into those problems how can we not have those problems in the future and and then what, you know what, we went up to the room and we saw that this wasn't working and it turned out it was missing a this and the that. So, or, or, you know, it had been a while since something, something was replaced. So we replaced it. And not only that, but we inspected all the other rooms yeah. and replaced it in all the rooms. That's a responsible answer. But to say, hi, I'm the general manager. Thank you for that. I will be sure to forward this to the housekeeping director or the engin chief engineer. Right. So, you're so disengaged that- yeah. You just forward it to them and assume it will be done. Not, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'll make, uh, I'm going to work together with my engineer, chief engineer, to make sure that this is addressed. Take responsibility. Don't say I'm forwarding it because yeah. it yeah. makes it sound like, um, like you gave it to the night auditor to just mm. see that. Yeah. And, right. And Adele, these tips that you're giving us, I, I love the way that they're on a very, almost, um, they're high touch, but they're on a very simple level. Like, and, and I mean, we joke about what we do in hospitality is not necessarily, it's not brain surgery. You know, you think about how you want to be treated, how you'd like to treat others, what you want that experience to look like. And it's, I love how you said, be authentic about what your product is. You know, we, we aren't all selling uh, these Taj Mahal type properties. You know, some of them are a little beat and, and could use the renovations, but just being uh, very upfront and honest and, and knowing, knowing who you are and what you have in front of you. And then I think you said putting that sparkle on top of it and being nice about it. It's, that's yeah. a level that I, it, it can, it flows out and it makes sense and taking responsibility when things go wrong. I, I love that. Cause I hate, I shouldn't say I hate, I don't like canned responses. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. It, yeah. it should not be done. Not just because it's, 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 it doesn't make any sense financially to to <laughs> pretend you care about the guests and not actually put some effort into it. But um, you're not fooling anyone. You're only pretending yeah. that people think that that sounds like a professional response. But I assure you, if you make a complaint and 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 you get a canned response, you feel it, you know it, and you don't respect it. It, yes. What really is disarming, completely disarming, is when a, a general manager or, or a hotel owner calls, even even the, the director of sales, you know, calls and says, 
I am so, I am, I'm mortified that this happened. I am so sorry. That is not the way we, that's not the way we aspire to work. We, we really do care. And here's what I'm going to do about it. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and then that person feels heard. And that's right. Right. But when you cut and paste the same thing in, or even just change a word or two. So you think you're customizing it. Nobody's buying, nobody's believing. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I do think that people, people are okay. Well, sometimes they're okay with things happening. It's how we react to it. It is that because, because things do happen and letting someone know, Hey, I, I heard you. I understand here's what I'm going to do. Here's who I'm going to notify. You know, here's how I'm going to react. Those are all things that can completely change that guest perception, that guest experience. You know, they may say, hey, I got there and the pipe in my room busted and everything got wet. But, you know, your service recovery was phenomenal. That changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's, uh, and the, and the service recovery portion, I remember a friend of mine, I, I, I went with a friend of mine to a restaurant that I said that I had gone to with my husband uh, before, and I really liked it. And she said, really? Because my other friends went there and they said that they didn't have a good meal there. And even though they comped the meal, they said they wouldn't come back. And so just comping something yeah. Isn't service recovery. No. Mm-hmm. Giving a free breakfast coupon because you, you missed their their morning wake-up call or whatever it is that it, that that could have gone wrong or because they waited too long for for room service isn't as satisfying as say, I'm gonna I, I'm investigating what the problem is for, for the room service delays because right. that is very important to us. I truly understand that people have places to go and things to do and they cannot be left waiting. It's, it's not the standard I go for. And, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to find out what is causing the delays and solve that problem. Taking ownership. That's, that's it. Yeah. So that, that, that is more satisfying Mm -hmm. than here's a free cocktail in the box. Yeah. Yeah. And free, free is not always the answer. And no. that, that's Absolutely something that I, I share with me. I'm like, you should never leave with free. Free is going to make somebody even more upset. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It is nice if you're saying, I'm really taking this to heart. I'm, I'm absolutely going to, to, to investigate what is the problem. It's not the, you know, you don't have to say it's not the first time you heard of it, but if you do, it's, well, I don't know. I wouldn't, I probably not the best thing to say, but be earnest and definitely yeah. don't say nobody's ever complained about this before if it isn't true. Oh. Because I can tell you so many times <laughs> that like with five with minutes ago, vendors, <laughs> we hoteliers talk amongst ourselves and we go, you know, I, I can't, I am so frustrated, you know, that this keeps happening and they haven't fixed it. And then they go, I know we have the same thing. We've been complaining about that too. And I said, that's funny because they told me that I was the only person that ever complained about that. <laughs> wow. It's not cool. <laughs> that is crazy. 
But you know what? I want to get back to that one thing that you said about the Holiday Inn, but it really could be any, any, um, any, any select service hotel or any, you know, basic meat and potatoes hotel that keeps America accommodated. Like I said before, no matter what level of hotel you're staying at, it should be clean, smell fresh. It, you know, it should be cleaned down to the, the, the back of the house should be clean too, because you know what, our employees work there. And that's when, when you clean and keep that place pristine, they feel more respect about their own jobs. When you trash, when that's the area is trashy or cramped or whatever, it doesn't make them feel, you know, appreciated maybe in the way that they should. Yeah. And uh, so it should, everything should smell fresh. Everything should be functioning well, very well maintained, not waiting till somebody complains about something breaking should be tested to make sure that things are, are working well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and every face should be radiant and clean and smelling fresh too. Every person should be smelling fresh yeah. too. And <laughs> And caring for the guests and saying sweet, you know, things in the sweetest, nicest way possible to make our guests feel appreciated. I say C-A-R-E, cared for, appreciated, and respected at every encounter. That's our goal at every touch point. Whether you're sending an email, when you get that email, when that guest get that email, are they going to feel cared for, appreciated and respected in every encounter? Or did you just send a fact, you know, just the facts, ma'am, and no love on that sheet, you know, you got to give a little Nikki and a little Robin and a little Adele coming through that email with you and on the website and on the booking engine and on the pre-state email, all of those opportunities to develop a relationship. If you if you sparkle a little sunshine into into the guest experience before the guest comes and really think about what information do they need so that they'll be ready to enjoy a great experience. You know what one friend of mine said, I went to a hotel, I love yoga. I went to a hotel and I found that they were having a free yoga class on the roof, but I didn't bring my stuff. I I wish I had known that before I went. Mm, Yeah. So yeah. it's not just to prevent disappointment for negative things like uh, explaining the credit card procedures or that we need the names of all the guests in the room um, so that everybody can check in, even if one checks in before the other, that isn't the, the one person on the guest. There are things that you know that that information is going to help make an easy transition, but also tell them the positives, what they can enjoy. And it will, and when you show them all the things that they can enjoy, they forget about all those things that are not perfect. Yeah, that's true. People will <laughs> offer you some grace. Adele, we've covered so much and we appreciate your time. Tell us and our listeners where they can find you and also uh, about your podcast, where we can find that as well. 
So please join me on uh, Get Great Guest Reviews, the podcast. It's on Apple and Amazon and Spotify and Google Podcasts. And, and it's on Audible, which is just my favorite thing ever. Yes. I, I, I'm <laughs> such an addict. I think I have like 700 books yes. on my <laughs> and, um, and And go to Adele Gutman. Uh, adelegutman.com and I have a the the podcast the write-ups there I have the complete uh, show notes there um, and and I'm going to have the video right now I just have the audio for the new season because I started 2022 with a fresh fresh start fresh look mm -hmm. new, freshly new rebranded but I do have the old podcasts uh, that are on both video but I will have the video soon. And uh, I also have a newsletter. Newsletter, yes. yes. Great nice. guest reviews news on LinkedIn. I just I just put out one, uh, one, one post and I already have like 900 something. Wow. <laughs> which I was like, how, how did that happen? That's amazing. Thanks a lot, everybody. That's wonderful. I'm going to keep that going more often than I uh, expected. Then yeah. that seems to work so well. So, uh, but the most important thing is I love to help companies get great reviews. So if you want to um, hire me for a speaking engagement uh, to come to your uh, leadership conference or to do a workshop with your general managers, directors of sales and marketing, et cetera, um, on learning how to create a culture of caring, collaboration, and continuous improvement. That is really what I do. I love to, um, I love to do those once-off things, but more than anything, I, I love to do it over an extended period of time so I can actually watch your hotel scores. Yes, watch the progress. Very, yes. yes, that's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so that much again. We appreciate your time. Thank You're you awesome. so much, Robin. Oh, you are too. Thank you so much, Nikki. Yes, very, just oh, good, just good and stuff. <laughs> yes, we will. Yes, we will see you. Yes, we will see you, you in Houston. October. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. That, have a great day. Okay, right. take Thank care. You. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. We appreciate your support of the show. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Thank you.